everyone. I'm Rachel here with Ari and we're your hosts for the Merry Writer podcast. This week we're on episode 160 and we're asking how can you organize multiple novels? Before we dive into the topic, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening if you haven't already. And if you enjoy the show, please share it with friends and feel free to write a review. I'm going to ask a stupid question and I'm just going to say, why would you work on multiple novels in the first place? Well, for one, I feel like it's kind of all too common for writers to have many ideas and not know how to balance them. It doesn't matter how long you've been writing a story or how unique it may be or what stage you're on. It's easy to burn yourself out with one project. So an easy way to keep writing fresh and enjoyable is to work on multiple ideas. Also, if you're a full-time writer, you must keep churning out books. So while your manuscript is with the editor, chances are you will begin working on the sequel or another novel. I have to say, when you first asked that question, I uh, I did feel a little called out because I am a multiple novel writer. I do need to be working on multiple projects. Me and too. I did try. Yeah, yeah exactly. We're, oh, yeah. We're, we're both like that. I did try my hardest um, over the last few years to stick to one project, like really intently, because my partner was even like, maybe you should just try one. And I have done pretty well with it, but honestly... Whenever I hit a roadblock or when you get that mental exhaustion of like trying to go through so much, I felt like I missed something. And in the past, when I've jumped to the next novel to work on that, it's it's kind of almost, I know it's not, this is not me saying anything. It's almost like a different part of the brain kicks in and I can let the other part that was working on the first one rest while I work. I am well aware that that is not how brains work. I am not having different sections of my brain that have calmed down while I'm writing two different stories. It's like, I, I'm, well, look, maybe, maybe I am. I don't know. Maybe that is the way they work, but I'm almost sure that's not. I digress. And I find that if I'm working on a new project, whatever tired me out with the first one, whether it's the plot holes, whether it's just tired of reading the same pages over and over until the point where you're getting really sick of these characters, you feel refreshed with having new ideas. And I, as you said, you know, you might have a manuscript with an editor, you are you're working on the sequel, which kind of suggests, um, this is what how I am, is that you might have one story that is like almost completed. You might have another one that is partly completed, maybe just started. And then you've got another one that is in the brainstorming outline part. That way you're not just jumping straight into the heavy writing all the time. And I often find that it's like my one of my current manuscripts is going through. It's like, it's like it's very close to the finish. It's been... It's, it's, I'm not doing as much writing, heavy writing. I'm doing fixing of plot holes and tying scenes together and filling in bits. Not editing, but not heavy writing. And then one of the other ones I'm working on, that's just editing. I'm on the editing phase. And then another one I'm working on, I'm at the beginning of writing it. So I've got these nice big chunky days of writing ahead. And that's what I'm doing. And it just, just makes you feel like you can keep going. You don't have the same burnout when you're doing different things. So yeah, I, that's why I do it. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm not saying that working on multiple novels is a bad thing. I actually encourage it. Uh, maybe some of our listeners would disagree. I don't really know, but I actually like working on multiple projects for the same reason as you. I don't want to burn out with the same idea writing day in and day out. And I also like having manuscripts at different stages because if I don't feel like writing one day then 
I can tell myself, oh, well, this manuscript need, needs editing. Maybe I'll just read through a chapter or two and get some editing out of the way. So yeah, it keeps writing fresh in a multitude of ways, not just working on different ideas, but also working on different stages. And sometimes your brain feels really, really good and you can write and edit and just like go through your manuscript with a fine tooth comb. And other times you need something that's a little more low key. So scouring the internet for research or writing an outline or building a character profile is the way to go for the day. Uh, so yeah, nothing wrong with it. And I also liked how you described your brain. Um, I got to agree with that. I, I know that that's not how brains work either. But when you have ideas in multiple genres, it really does feel like that's how your brain works. Because I love writing cozy mysteries, but I also enjoy dappling in fantasy as well. So some days my brain is like a detective and then other days, my brain is a mage. And it there's no in-between. It's the weirdest thing. Oh, I should uh, mesh those two together. A mage detective. Oh, that'd be good. Nobody steal that idea. So with all that said, if you're working on multiple manuscripts, which we kind of, you know, encourage, I think it's normal for writers to do so. How exactly do you organize all of those projects so you don't get your ideas or notes mixed up and so that you know where exactly each book is whenever you decide to work on it? First, I want to talk about hard copies. You can get file folders, accordion folders, pocket folders, uh, assign certain notebooks for specific notes and the like. I've done all of this. I've had accordion folders for certain manuscripts or for certain books, I should say. And then each part of the accordion folder has draft one, draft two, draft three. And I put them in there as I finish them. The only problem with that is that sometimes the depending on how thick the manuscript is, uh, you can't normally fill all seven pockets of the accordion folder because then it gets so chunky that you can't close it. So that's an issue, but you know, there are also file folders and the like. You can put them wherever. You can put them in a box under your bed if you really want to, just as long as they're safe, they won't get ruined, and you know where they are. You can also get a filing cabinet. And I also highly recommend that you keep a checklist of all of your writing projects. Keep it updated based on which stage you're on in each project. For example, if you're taking a break from the manuscript, write break. If a novel is with an editor, mark it as such. That way you know exactly where all of your manuscripts are, but you also know, okay, which one should I work on today? Oh, that's with the editor. I can't really do anything with that. I mean, you could, but probably would be useless. I have to say, I love the idea of a checklist and I do not have that. So that's definitely something I need to look at. Especially How do you not I know? Dude. You're I like know, me. I think... <laughs> you have checklists for everything. How do you not have a checklist I for know. all your novels? I think in the past, the few times I tried to do a checklist, I ended up getting obsessive. And instead of just being like, you know, this is being in currently in edited draft one, edited draft two with a beta reader, blah, blah, blah. I ended up being like, all oh, right, well, this is, uh, I've written three chapters. I, and then it ended up like, I've written 14 chapters, this many word. And then it, instead of being a quick checklist, it became an excessive, extensive checklist. And then I got annoyed and then just deleted it. So it, uh, I, I also, that's fair. That's fair. But I also just have a list of my stories and they're color coded. So 
they're color coded by series, but then I also have like specific colors and like bold italics, all that fun stuff uh, to showcase whether I'm writing, editing, planning, or like break or whatever, just so that it's 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 there. I know that certain novels are started, some aren't, and that's okay because I got like 20 in my back pocket anyway. So it's probably a good idea that I've only started six, basically. Okay, as you said that, my brains just started ticking over and I'm like, that is such a good idea. <laughs> I, re I mean, I know because you write your cozy mystery and you've probably come up with like your, like some of your, like several of your books. You actually have the titles of some of your books. I know yeah. that. Now with my preternatural urban fantasy, I know it's going to be X number of books. I have no idea what the titles are. I have no idea what the basis is. I just have like the first book and then lots of, lots of scenes that I've written that I need to chop up. And because of that, I haven't sort of planned it out, but when you said like, oh yeah, all your different stories. And I'm thinking, yeah, I have loads of different stories. Some that have not been started. Some that are in the brain, 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 stop. Some that are in the brainstorming stage. Some that are in the outlining stage. But like you, I've kind of condensed it to, I'm just working on these four ideas. <laughs> um, no, I think it's four. I think I was, I think I was really ruthless with myself. But it might be an idea to do what you did and like list all of them anyway, so I at least can keep an eye on them. And maybe it'll make me go, wow, I need to get my ass in gear and get things finished because I have not got enough years in front of me, I don't believe, <laughs> to get all of this going <laughs> the way I'm going. So, Yeah, I think it's, a, it's pretty cool to see it all laid out and see just how many ideas you have. There are two, I mean, there are two ways that you could go about this. You could look at the list and immediately get overwhelmed by the amount of work and the amount of ideas that you have, or it can be encouraging. And you can look at it and be like, wow, look at all the creative ideas that my brain came up with. Let's actually do something with them. I like that. I actually like the idea you could build on that. So you've got like the name of the series and the books, you've got like its status, and then mm -hmm. you could have its genre. And then that could even be like a marketing thing where as each story finishes, you could work on the keywords for it. You could work on when it's coming out and you, that spreadsheet could then, it's going to be a spreadsheet, could then become from, from just being the status of your stories to, wow, okay, these are the keywords and the categories I'm going to need. See, I'm already making it more complicated because that's, that's what I do. Well, I got to add too, I mean, this is probably a whole nother podcast episode and I recognize that we're getting slightly off topic, but what I do is every time I have a current draft of something and I print out a hard copy, I stick it in a file folder and inside the file folder, I have a separate paper that I staple on the inside of the file folders cover. And that has like the current stage, uh, you know, the beginning date that I started editing, the end date of editing. And I just like really keep track of everything. I keep track of the word count, like first draft word count is this many words. By the time I finished editing and rewriting it, it's this many words. And I just, is it needed? Eh, probably not, but I do like to see the progress as I go along. Yeah, that's a good idea. I don't know if I, I think if I tried to be like word counts, everything, I think I would end up just like not doing and forgetting and then be like, oh, no. But I like I, the idea of like having a sheet that you kind of connect to that folder. Hmm. 
Yeah. So you can have individual checklists too. Yeah. Checklists everywhere, guys. Love checklists. Anyway, we should probably get back on topic. Ari, take it away. <laughs> well, my point, now that we've circled back around from that tangent, is you need to work with your brain. Love the brains. I like keeping certain things as hard copies. I have large ring binders that I keep all my completed character profiles in, world building notes and everything. However, having hard copies for everything due to space, it can be difficult. And I have a lot of story ideas, as we've just discussed. And since a lot of them are multiple book series, I have, I have to work with the space I have and also how my brain uses and processes information. Years ago, having everything in paper, in folders that were on my desk that I would reach for all the time was great. It doesn't work as well for me now. And I do prefer digital. So what I do is I keep my hard copies, but yeah, they're more like an archive. So originally they were used for references, but now the way computer programs are constantly developing, you know, compared to how they used to be, looking at you, Windows 3.0, I find it harder I find keeping hard copies for quick reference not as useful, especially because seriously, these ring binders are frigging massive. And, you know, like, oh, just pull it out. God, you need a lot of space and a good arm to like lift through all the papers. So I do like to edit on hard copies. So I will, you know, step away from my computer and I will print them. But I print my manuscripts out. I do my edits and then I keep them in my filing cabinet, different drafts in different folders. And then obviously as the first draft gets changed, I get rid of that. I try not to keep too many paper copies because seriously, there is so little space if you keep doing that. Um, I try to keep maybe two copies of each uh, of each manuscript as I'm going. And then once obviously when it finishes, <laughs> if it ever finishes, it goes in a binder. That's how it works. But yeah, now that I originally needed hard copies, it was the best thing. It was how I worked. I don't do that anymore as much. So just because something worked for you once doesn't always mean it's going to be the best for you the next time. So definitely work with how your brain is now and shift it around. But definitely if you're keeping hard copies, God, you have to be organized. You really have to be. It, don't put it in a giant pile with a post-it on it. I've tried that. It's a really bad idea. So yeah, files, folders, binders, and assigning notebooks. I wish I'd learned that years and years ago because I have notes everywhere post-its phone notes three different binders 14 different like notebooks that have got little scribbly bits in because it was the only notebook i could find at the time and then i'm scrolling through it and i'm like what is that that's a story idea for a novel i've technically written and where did that idea come from because i'd written it in the wrong notebook so yeah definitely be organized with your hard copies I love hard copies and I really do agree with you that I like to edit on hard copies as well because I feel like it's difficult to edit on the computer. And also, yeah, as you said, you got to step away from the computer sometimes. And when you've spent, I don't know, hours upon hours upon hours writing the damn novel on the computer, then yeah, it's just easier to print it out. It's easier on the eyes. And I think you read it differently. I feel like we read different. I don't know if this is a thing. Again, we're going to go back to brains. I don't know if this is how brains work, but I feel like I read things on the computer differently than I do if it's a physical copy. Like, I think just naturally we tend to skim more on the computer. 
But if we have like a physical book or a physical hard copy of something in front of us, then we actually read it line for line. A hard copies, they do take up a lot of space. And I did try that. I tried just putting the manuscripts with a sticky note on top in a pile. And yeah, it's a pain in the butt. But I got those like clips, not paper clips, but like those big black Binder clips. Clip What? Binder clips. Is that what they're called? It's big black and it's got silver metal arms yeah yeah i don't think that's what we call them here (laughs) i have a bag of them i'll have to look into it but yeah sure binder clips those things and they're too hard that like i have to use both hands to open them because i have no muscles at all uh so i usually use those to keep them together too especially if they're really really chunky it's just easier to have them together this is why we're also talking about organizing your novels digitally Keeping digital files is obviously easier because they take up less room than hard copies, as we just discussed. Uh, I do still think that hard copies are great as a last resort backup, but if you can, if you don't have the space, then obviously just keep it on, just keep your files digitally. And a great way to do that is to utilize the cloud. It could be Dropbox, Google Drive, email things to yourself. I've done that so many times. And then I lose it in my email because I forgot that I emailed it to myself. I can't remember when I emailed it to myself, but you can create labels and you can star important emails. It's just a matter of actually remembering to do so. Alternatively, you can get a flash drive or an external hard drive. I have an external hard drive. It's I have one that's like one terabyte. And I mean, it was pretty pricey. It was like $150, but that's a lot of storage. And I carry it around with me everywhere. So, and I I fill it with podcast episodes, my manuscripts. It holds a lot and it's definitely worth the investment. But also in terms of keeping track of all of your mini novels, you can also utilize the writing software you use. For example, if you have individual novels within Scrivener, you can have a separate one that lists all of your projects and their stages. On the other hand, you can use a to-do list-like program. For example, Trello is an excellent way to keep track of writing projects, notes for those projects, resources for research, lists of editors, book cover designers, et cetera, et cetera. I actually use both. I use Scrivener and I also use Trello. I have a Trello board for each individual novel that I write, and I have a Trello board that keeps track of all of my writing projects. Yeah, I keep a lot of notes and a lot of checklists. I told you checklists are my favorite things, so I need to have them in 6,000 different spots. The tricky part is keeping them all updated together. Yeah, updating is a pain. And I'm just going to tangent off for a second. Can I just say I freaking love Scrivener? I know we've talked about it on the podcast before, and I just want to reiterate, as of recording this, Rachel and I are not sponsored by Scrivener, But damn, is it a good piece of software. And I say that as someone who originally started using it and hated it and stopped using it for ages and then went back to it. Going from having thousands, and I do mean thousands, of Microsoft Word documents and some Microsoft Works documents, if anyone's old enough to remember that, of different scenes for different stories that I write, because I write in scenes, I don't write in chapters. Oh my God, that was a lot to go through. To, to go through because I have not gone through all of it yet there is so much but then you go and you get a Scrivener file and it just keeps all of one novel in a single Scrivener file oh it's the best I love it I seriously seriously it's the best ever 
It is. It is. Because I used to use Microsoft Word as well. And then you would have, you would save the same manuscript. This manuscript, draft one. This manuscript, draft two. This manuscript, draft three. And then you would have multiple novels. So you would have files upon files upon files that you need to like keep track of and stuff. And on Scrivener, you have folders. You have folders in Scrivener on one Scrivener little document. So you create your project and then you write the thing and then you put them like the chapters or the scenes in their own little compartment and then you can compile them all together and then you can start a new folder and that could be the next draft or it can be the sequel if you so choose. Everything's in one spot and it backs up like all the time. So it's great. Love it. Exactly. We are totally pimping for Scrivener. We don't get anything for that. We just like it that much. But I do want to say one thing regarding digital is that if you're saving your work and doing everything, you have a system, try and create template guides if you can, depending on your system. And by that, I mean set up systems that have repeatable templates. So when I used to use Word documents, I had a template folder that would have inside it, it would have more folders and there would be things like scenes, profiles, ideas, manuscript, world building. And then within them, you might have things like a blank profile document, Excel spreadsheet for word tracking or scene logging or anything like that. And then when I started a new project, I would just copy the template folder, rename it as the project and it would set me up ready. It would have all the things in. I wouldn't have to be sat there thinking, oh shit, I need to create a world building folder or Oh, where's, where did I put that character profile that I now need? Everything was in this one place. And the same with Trello. When I use Trello, I don't do it the same as Rachel, but the few times I've used Trello, I do have template cards that I can use and they create cards with the same information, like repeatable information. So if you were creating one that was for character profile, you could have um, the information set up. Or if you needed a checklist, you could have a checklist set up ready and then you just click the template card and create a new card and everything's ready. I personally find that really helpful and it means that everything is consistent. And it's easier to then make sure you save things in the right place rather than just randomly dumping them on other folders or putting them somewhere and then not remembering where they are. Yes, I am speaking from experience. That is how I do things or did things. One other thing regarding like using hard drives and everything, it, I would personally definitely use an, an outsource like a cloud and use a hard drive and if possible use another hard drive or save it on your computer and the reason being is i had uh, my first terabyte hard drive i got brilliant massive rachel's right absolutely huge holds loads four months in it wouldn't let me access it <laughs> i had to send it away and they couldn't get the information off and they had to just they just wiped it and then sent me back a new hard drive so I, I mean, thankfully, because I'm massively anally retentive, I I'd backed up that hard drive on another hard drive and on a cloud. But if I just had it on one hard drive, I could have lost everything. Like technology is good, but things can happen. Things can get wet. Things can get corrupted. Things can just stop working. So yeah, this is me and my paranoid voice. But yeah, if you have a cloud, have a cloud and a hard drive. If you have a hard drive, make sure you have cloud, make sure you have the flash drive, make sure you have something extra. I always have an extra backup that I will like up update every month. So yes, if I lose something, I might lose a month's worth of stuff. Probably not great. 
Uh, but yeah, these days you can sync a lot of the backups and everything. But yeah, just be aware that you could spill tea on your laptop and, and lose everything like I have done in the past. I do a lot of this sort of stuff. I really am quite klutzy. Or your hard drive could corrupt and you could lose everything. So definitely have multiples of your backups and keep track of them because, again, it's easy to save things everywhere and then not know which version you've got. And I'm just going to add another thing as they come to me because this is it. If you're doing hard copies, and I'm jumping back to hard copies, it's a good idea to use the header and footer on your Word documents. Page numbers, series name, and the story name. Because if you do end up like with multiples and then you knock a pile over or you, you know, someone goes through your filing cabinet and moves things, you don't want to find a load of sheets going, is that from that novel or this novel? What page number is that? Because again, I've I've done that where I've had piles and then they've been knocked over and mixed up and I've not known which page has gone with which because I didn't put page numbers on and I didn't put the name of the story on. So it's like, is this the first book or is this the third book? And I'm having to like piece together my own goddamn story. But again, this is probably just Ari issues, not everybody else's issues. No, it's not Ari. It's Rachel issues too, because I've done the exact same thing with the uh, first. I'll, I'll jump back to the, the digital copies for a second. And yeah, everybody should listen to Ari. You should back up your novels in multiple places. I have had a flash drive die on me before. Um, and I actually did lose a lot of things that were on there. So yes, definitely back up your stuff in numerous spots, know where they are. Um, and you can have a hard copy be a backup of those manuscripts as well. But if you're going to print out the hard copy, absolutely, yes, utilize the headers and the footers, add your page numbers, add your name, just for the heck of it, you know, why not? And add the book title and the series number and things like that because... I actually, there was one time I printed out a manuscript and the way my printer is set up, the tray pops out when you're about to print, and but there's no like stopper. So if you don't catch the pages in time, like you can have like a little stack of pages print out at once, but once that stack gets too high, it kind of topples over onto the floor and that's no good. And uh, that happened to me. So my manuscript was all over the place and I didn't add any page numbers. So it was really confusing. And um, there was one time I printed out, I think two different stories. I think they were short stories, but I had them print out and then I left the room and then the same thing happened, but I didn't write the titles of the stories on the header of either thing because they each had a title page. And that's enough, right? No, no, it's not. Uh, so when I tried to like put the two short stories back together into their own individual stories, I had, I didn't write page numbers on those either. So I couldn't even be like, oh, here's page two and here's page two. Well, I know these two go to different stories then. No, no, no. So yeah, take it, take it, take it from us with experience. That's it. This this episode ended up becoming a bit of a Debbie Downer because now I'm remembering all of the... Uh, see? Actually, no. This is why you should listen to us. Normally, I tell you to take our advice with a grain of salt. But this time, I'm telling you that you should actually listen to us because we had to learn these things the hard way. I used to never really organize my novels and I just had them like on Microsoft Word, on the computer, and that was it. And then I would print them out and they'd be a mess and they'd be 
strewn all over the place. So yeah, this is why I have checklists everywhere and why I'm so neurotic with keeping everything organized. It's because I was a hot mess back in the day and I still am in some ways, but not with keeping my novels organized. I have to agree. I was very much a dumpster fire with how I dealt with things. I was really bad when I would write a scene and if I wasn't sure how to title when the scene, like say it was just a quick in my head, I've got a scene for this story. And I would just hit the keyboard until I got several letters and then click save. It could have been da 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 It could have been blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that I had a million of these things. And then I'd be like, oh, where's that scene I wrote? Oh my God. Did I use DH? Did I use Darkheart? Did I do anything to make? No. So then I'm having to try and remember what word was possibly in that scene that I could search for that would only bring up that scene. I have some, I have still got others I've got to go back to and look at. And um, my partner would get really frustrated whenever he saw it. It's like, what is all this? Like, It's like, oh yeah, it's probably a scene. Because I wouldn't take the two seconds to slow down and just type out, you know, DH for Dark Heart, seeing about the club. Something like, no, it would just be hit several keys like I'm bringing infant and then click save <laughs> because I was too lazy to not do that. So, yeah. I, uh, that's glorious, first of all. Um, <laughs> but when it's not happening to you, it's glorious. I, I gotta say, um, I actually used to write everything out meticulously. But see, the thing is, when I first started writing my Cozy Mystery series and I had all these ideas for the different books, the titles are very similar. It's always George Florence and the something. So I would type in George Florence and the whatever. But that's a really long title. So the save file would seriously say George Florence and dot, dot, dot. And I would just have a bunch of these. So I wouldn't know which book was which unless I like hovered my mouse over the file name and it would show me or I actually clicked on it. And this brings me to another, you know, neurotic thing of mine. This is why I have legends. I actually keep list of legends so that I know that GF stands for George Florence. And I keep like... Um, abbreviations for all my website names and things like that, like the Mary Writer podcast, is TMWP for everything. And those are all color-coded as well. So now that you guys have heard all of our many mistakes that we've made when it comes to organizing our manuscripts, we just want to say that hard copies are an excellent way to keep track of all of your writing projects, but they do take up space. Even if you have a filing cabinet that you can put all those file folders in, over time it's gonna fill up and you need to know where to put them and make sure that they're in a safe space so they don't get ruined, they don't get lost, they don't get too wrinkled or scattered about or whatever. Uh, but also you can keep digital copies, keep a thumb drive, use the cloud, just save it directly on your computer, email it to you, just have backups of absolutely everything. But there are numerous ways to keep track of it. Keep have checklists and just do your best to stay organized so that you yourself knows the rhyme or reason to how all of your novels are set up. I mean, if Ari or I looked at each other's computers 
and we saw how we organize our novels, we would probably be confused. But I can look at the way I organize things and I understand it and I'm happy with it until I get bored with the way I color code things and I change it a month from now. So in the meantime, we're going to turn it over to you guys. How do you organize all of your writing projects? Is, do you do it differently than we do it? Do you have any other tips or tricks up your sleeves? Let us know your answers in the comments so we can chat about it. And remember, we release a new episode every Wednesday. Next week, we're discussing what types of stories there are. To ensure you don't miss it, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your way out. As always, thank you for listening to the Merry Writer Podcast, and we'll see you next week. This podcast is brought to you by Excessive Caffeine. We drink a lot. The music titled Inspired is by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 4.0.